Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to episode 67 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, we run down our five favorite Christmas specials and movies that you should watch this year. I hope you've been good all year round or punish. Santa's watching, Santa's creeping, now you're nodding, now you're sleeping, were you good for mom and dad, Santa knows if you've been bad, there might be a treat for you in Santa's bag of toys, but Christmas won't be fun and games for naughty girls and boys. Hey, Kyle, listen. Do you hear that? Do you hear the hoofs on the rooftop? Clink, clink, clangering? <laughs> Do I hear an angel singing in the distance? A children's hearts being filled with joy in this wonderful holiday season? <laughs> That's his grandpa's drunk on the roof again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Welcome, everyone, to episode 67 of the movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm we Mary are, Maddie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are jolly today. This is our big Christmas special. We do this uh, every year. It's kind of a nice little... Festive interlude. Kind of a little slowdown period after our Shocktober craziness where it's just like nonstop movie watching and editing and you just don't get a break. I mean, that's why we're getting these shock- <laughs> Shocktober episodes just came out in uh, in December. It's just, yeah, that, that month burns us out. But this is kind of just a relaxing, fun episode. We're going to do a little gift exchange, yeah. our annual gift mm-hmm. exchange. Everyone's in a good mood, so we like, won't be insulting Kyle as much. And <laughs> he'll try not to insult me as much. But, uh, I can't that's promise. That's not happening. I can't promise. But uh, yeah, this is... Uh, we, every year we just run down, uh, we recommend five uh, TV episode or specials that uh, we think you should watch, and five movies as well. i got to ask you, do you find that this, since our third year, it's actually getting really hard to find these well, movies and like a TV special? Yeah, the, the rule is that we cannot uh, repeat choices. So if you had, um, say... Um, Christmas Vacation on your list for movies uh, on the first year. You cannot repeat it. And yes, as you move on, it does get harder. I found this year it was a little hard with films because mm-hmm. that's the thing too. Like, I'm not just going to pick, I can find easy yeah. five Christmas films, but I'm trying to pick ones like well, I like, like Die Hard, Die Hard and too, I want right? you to. <laughs> No, but I, I try to pick ones that I want you to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I found the movies was hard. The, the TV episodes and specials, I, I had a huge, huge list that I could have, you know, pick there's a lot from. that I could have recommended, and, and it was hard narrowing that one down. But um, yeah, it, it definitely is getting harder. Hopefully, we're going to find more gems. But I mean, right. that, that's the fun of this show. I mean, everyone knows about the Grinch and the Charlie Brown Christmas, and It's a Wonderful Life, all the, you know, the standard uh, specials and movies. But this kind of makes you dig and try to find those hidden mm-hmm. gems and like I find every year usually there's one or two that you, you didn't know, watch the year before kind of deal well that just that, that I find and yeah they become new standards uh, mm-hmm. last year Trapped in Paradise year, <laughs> sorry Trapped in Paradise <laughs> No, I need to see that, actually. That's weird. I was talking about that at work. But uh, no, uh, Honeymooners, the Christmas special was a big one for me last year that I 
had never really watched a show and it happened to be on one of those compilation DVDs mm-hmm. and like I ran out and bought the the complete series on oh, did you? after that yeah because I, I love the special so much so again it's like I would not have watched probably a honeymoon yeah. episode nothing against the show it's just there's so much out there and that was not you know on my to watch yeah. list but yeah this this show kind of made me and, and I found some uh, definitely some gems out there nice do you have anything you want to talk about before we jump into it or anything exciting in the life of Maddie? Not really. Maddie no. Christmas? No, nothing really going on. Maddie Christmas, everyone. <laughs> right? And a happy New Year. Uh, I, I guess we'll just start off before we do our list. We'll, we'll do uh, what we've been watching. Can we talk about trailer that dropped today or is that like uh, uncool? We could talk about it. It might be a little bit late. but Yeah. How dope does Ghostbusters look, by the way? I, I'm pretty excited about are, it. Are you yes. consciously optimistic or are you just like, fuck it, I'm excited, I'm in it? I'm 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 cautiously optimistic, but I, yeah. I think here's the thing, the trailer didn't show a lot and I like that about that, but that mm-hmm. means it could go either way. Like maybe they didn't show a lot because there's not a lot of good stuff to show. I have a feeling that they're holding everything off. I mean yeah. we know all the original cast is gonna be in there, the ones that are alive are still acting yeah. in cameos and we didn't get really any of that. You just kinda get the you kids know, taste that, you know, it these looks people like are a real. Sh- stranger things, but with like uh, Paul Rudd yeah yeah it, <laughs> but hey I'm okay with that I'm just happy that it definitely seems like they're going back to the horror route yeah. I mean people forget that yes the first two are great comedies but they have some scary moments mm-hmm. and I think that's the one thing that the female remake kind of left off they were just going for straight comedy and bright colors and goofy mm-hmm. creatures and never really tried to hit the, the, you know some of those horror elements and I think this trailer you get a little bit of that mm-hmm. a little bit of that mystery and yeah I, I'm excited about it again it, you're getting homages with the car in the cornfield and which is great like the, the Egon uh, outfit looked great even Spangler, like the, uh, uh, the what's that called the, the uh, trap uh, streams yeah it looked good yeah like, it looked like it was like back in the Day, so you're right. getting all that, but yeah. then you're also getting, you know, they're definitely going somewhere new with this. Yeah. It almost looks like it's going to be a kid's Yeah, I'm okay with that too, right? Which could be fun, yeah. I mean, you got the, the dude from Well, they did uh, it in the real Ghostbusters, right? And, like, they had like a yeah, kid yeah, squad. Yeah. So yeah, and, and again, we know the cameo is going to be there, how much yeah. they play a part in the, the story. I'm curious, but is we'll all see. all three still alive? Uh, everyone is alive except for uh, Egon. Egon yeah, um, yeah Ramos, I guess. Ramos, yeah. Ivan Reimann is a son of the uh, director. Yeah, yeah. So he's directing yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I believe the whole cast. The only person I don't know, I don't think they've signed on is Bill Rick Moranis because he's uh, retired from. Yeah, that makes sense. But even Sigourney Weaver apparently is oh, going to wow. be in there. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 excited. I mean, it's got me. It's one of the. Let's be honest. There's not too much exciting movies so far yeah. coming out next year, and that's that's definitely one. I mean, Wonder I don't care Woman. about Marvel slate. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I didn't really love the Wonder Woman trailer. But oh, um, man, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. The, the, all the comic book stuff. I mean, other than Joker and stuff, which yeah. I still haven't seen. But like, if they're going to do something different, but Wonder Woman just felt like you know it could a rehash been in Captain, the '80s. Even Captain Marvel was a female superhero in yeah. the '80s. I feel like we've got well, those '90s, right? Uh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I just... No, you didn't even see it. No, I haven't seen <laughs> you it. You sexist pig. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I, I haven't seen even the new Spider-Man film, uh, as I've mentioned several you times. Uh, stock your stuffing with your privilege, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of done with the, the comic book film. I mean, you look at Marvel Slate next year, and it's Have you watched exciting. the new Spider-Man yet, or no? I've not seen it, yeah. no. So, I, again, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch Captain yeah. Marvel before the year's up. Um, who knows? Maybe they'll surprise me. Like Black Panther was one mm. that I didn't care about, and then it surprised me. And it was good, I think right? it made the top ten of the year for me. So who knows? But uh, I am definitely. I do. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm definitely not. I don't know. The, the comic book films. You need to really do something different to get me mm. back in there because I'm just kind of bored with it all at this point. But Spider Man, um, you might dig actually. Yeah. Anyways, let's. Yeah. Uh, should we just jump into what we've been watching? Yeah, or? of course. So 
I'm gonna, I got. I've been watching a ton of movies and specials. I'm going to leave out, you know, the kitty ones like Happy Elf and stuff. You're not going to talk no about Scooby Doo anymore. Uh, I didn't actually. There's. I couldn't find any Scooby Doo oh, Christmas. No. Um, I think there's one with the Abominable Snowman, but uh, so these are mostly going to be ones I watched, building up, hoping that would make Something. my list, and they didn't. But I thought I should still talk about them just because mm-hmm. some of them maybe may make it next year, may interest some of the listeners, and some of them. You know, definitely it's, won't. <laughs> well, it's just a good. You know, this sounds like it could be good, but don't waste your time, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll start off with some of the horror ones. Supernatural season three, a very supernatural Christmas from two thousand and seven. Huh. Have you delved into the show or no? I've, I've picked up the first couple of seasons, and it's one of those things like I want to watch, but I'm in the middle of yeah. ten shows, so I don't want to watch another one, especially the one like this. That's like, what are they in season thirteen or yeah. fifteen or something crazy? And they're hour episodes and. There's a lot to watch. So I've been holding off, but I, I did see that they had a Christmas one, so I thought I'd throw it on. What'd you think? It's fun. I mean, it, it's not yeah. great or anything. It's, it's kind of like X-Files light. It's like X-Files for teens. You got two okay. handsome, you know, leads in there. They're kind of doing their witty banter. I hate the banter. It's almost like Gilmore Girls with ghosts. I could see that, sure. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I I had fun with it. I'm not yeah. going to say it's great or anything. Um, and this one, uh, I guess there's this anti-clause. This, um, <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, this evil, you think it's a monster, yeah. and you see a guy, you know, a father in a Santa Claus outfit get pulled up the chimney, and another father gets taken away in a Christmas bag. So That's you don't actually know, like a Krampus, a Krampus kind of or something. Um, there, there's a bit of a twist in, in what it, who is actually doing this. But yeah, it, I, I had fun with it. I didn't love it. I mean, it didn't make my list. I really thought it would. Mm-hmm. It was just shy. I'm gonna, I would give it six and a half out of ten. Okay, but uh, it was worth a watch. Um, and then the other one I wanted to talk about, Tales from the Dark Side, Season 3, Seasons of Belief from 1986. This is one I talked about last year. I thought for sure it would make my list this year, so I gave it another go. And there's just something that's holding it back from making the no list. No dice, eh? And I feel bad because my list could have used a horror yeah. pick in there. But, uh, it, yeah, it's hard to find horror Christmas episodes, Special, especially yeah. good ones. But on this one, this Even is— like Twilight Zone. They're all, like— well, there's two. Heartfelt. Well, and I, I covered the one, and I think... Like the well, Night, I think Night of the Meek? Yeah, the, I think uh, that Donald one Pleasance is fantastic. One. Sorry? The one with the Donald Pleasance, where he's like the teacher at the school. He gets um, retired. There's that one, too. That yeah. one's not as good. There's a third mm-hmm. one that's you don't really know it's Christmas until the end Yeah, that I was going to pick. Um, no, I, I think all the Twilight Zone ones are good, but again, I, I talked about most of the ones last uh, year. Yeah. I also watched the Monsters um, anthology series, had a Christmas mm. one, but it wasn't very good. But yeah, this is the one where on Christmas Eve, the parents are telling their children the story of the Grither because they're kind of like, oh, I'm bored and I don't believe in Sam, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So they tell him of the Grither and he's this monster that if you say his name, every time he says his name, his ears get bigger. And if you say it so many times, but don't finish the story, comes and gets you. Um, E.G. Marshall is the father in there from uh, Creep Show, the famous awesome. cockroach segment from Creep Show. Um, the children are off, unfortunately, and it, it does suffer from Tales from the Dark Side's low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, although I looked up, the female child has actually turned out to be six from the show Blossom. Oh, crazy. Remember that show? Of course I do. Um, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. There's something holding it back, though, that I just couldn't put it on my list again. Uh, so I'd give that one six and a half out of ten. Um, I have some more. Did you watch anything you want to uh, I watched. Have you ever seen the Welcome to Merrickville? It's almost Steve, uh, Steve, Steve Carell, and like he plays like um, a dude who got like um, his ass beat, and like he's kind of going through like the motions of like trying to integrate himself back into society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like playing with toys and whatnot, yeah. and pictures of it. So at first, I thought this guy was like such a sympathetic character, and you kind of felt like, oh man, this guy. And then like I went from like 
he's a sympathetic character, like indifference to actual like this guy's kind of an asshole. So, like hmm. it was weird how like that shifted happened. Is that and an, it uh, wasn't supposed to happen? Is that a 2019 film or yeah, 2018? Oh, okay, I got it because I figured oh it's 2019 like ah 2018. Oh, okay, yeah. but yeah, I still it was such an interesting story, but I just couldn't handle this character for yeah. very long. Like, he just seemed like a drunk dick. Huh. So, anyways, I want to give it a six point five out of ten. Cool. Uh, I guess I'll continue with some Christmas. Um, this one made your list last year, close to making mine, but just shy. The Goldberg season three. Oh, nice. The Christmas story from 2015. If you're a fan of Christmas Story, this episode is like a homage to it. Yeah. Um, you have Beverly, who's the mother. She sees her neighbors all happy celebrating Christmas and decides that, well, if I, they're, they're turn Jewish, Hanukkah if I Christmas. turn Hanukkah into Christmas, maybe the, the family will be all happy and into it the same way. And it actually works at first. You know, she has like a, instead of a Christmas tree, she has a Hanukkah bush. Mm-hmm. What's it, what she called like super Hanukkah or something? Yeah. And it, yeah, instead of the gifts that lead up, you just get all the gifts in one day. She pretty much turns all the Hanukkah traditions into Christmas. Christmas traditions. But, you know, it's like with the, the colors of Hanukkah. It's awesome, right? Until the dad gets like upset does, does, about it. He doesn't it. do the Hanukkah Harry in this one, does he? He does, yeah. Uh, yeah, he dresses Hanukkah Harry and kind of shows her that, you know, you're kind of insulting the, yeah. the J- Jewish traditions. Um, you also have Adam, who's the little kid. This is the time where he always gets to hang out with his older brother, Barry, because all their friends are away on holidays. But this time around, he's got a girlfriend, and he f- kind of feels ignored. And they have their tradition where they watch Christmas Story every year. But throughout it, you get segments. Like, there's the one where they end up with their... Uh, their tongues, tongues and mouth to attached to a frozen it's pole. Awesome, right? The neighbor gets the BB gun. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a couple other references that I'm sure I'm forgetting to yeah, a Christmas story. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'd give that one seven and a half yeah. out of 10. Just shy making the list, but it was good. I wanted to watch all the Roseanne ones to see if any of those were. Um, I don't remember good them holding the up at all, but that could be. See, you guys keep on saying that, and I, I totally disagree because yeah. I've been going through the show, and I, I think that, the show does it work? totally holds up for me. I don't know. I think okay. it still is funny. I think the drama works. Just reading up, I mean, that show was just a first for everything, mm-hmm. how they, they were like the first to have a lesbian kiss on mm-hmm. TV or something. and. I think so. Oh, good for her. I know they were the first to do a gay wedding, and yeah. I was reading up on that. Like, I guess they weren't allowed to show the kiss, and the show normally aired at 8 p.m. That episode, they had to air it at 9.30. Oh, wow. And they said, oh, it's not because of the gay stuff. There was just other adult humor in this episode. And I was like, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Um, but yeah, you just go through, and they were the first. I think they were one of the first, to not the first, but I know they dealt with abortion, like all those. Hot and topics. I, and I think they do a good job. I mm-hmm. mean, I know you and Adam would disagree, but um, I and more most importantly, though, I think the show is still really funny and holds up. But I watched, um, I, I went through them again. I think this one made your list either last year or the year before. Roseanne season four, Santa Claus from 1991. This is the one where she works at the mall, oh, right. the restaurant, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, need yeah. a mall Santa. And and she, she tries to convince it. Dan, but he's not down with it. And then she says she's going to take on because she needs extra money for Christmas. The missus, she, I guess she mm-hmm. thought she's going to get bonus and the bonus was like a mug or something. <laughs> so she's going to take on the job for Mrs. Claus, but she finds Mrs. Claus pays less than the Santa Claus. <laughs> and she goes on her big speech and then ends up convincing them to let her be Santa. And Jackie ends up being Mrs. Claus. And it's just hilarious, yeah. all the hijinks of her Isn't with the like kids. Like they go to a bookstore? Um, uh... Well, see, that that's I think that's why it didn't make my list i yeah. think the first half is really christmasy and it's really funny and you got jackie yeah. like being her 
cop kind yeah. of self at, with the kids at Christmas. And then, you know, this kid takes over the camera and she's like chasing after him. Mm. And, you know, you got her running towards the camera. Like, there's a lot of great gags. But yeah, the last half, unfortunately, I mean, again, it's good and it works as, you know, Roseanne drama, but mm-hmm. it takes away from the Christmas episode where you have, um, you find out that Darlene has a friend she tells Roseanne about and Roseanne finds out that her friend is like someone her age and she runs a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And I guess Darlene shares all like her stories and stuff, all these things that she should be sharing with her mother and she kind of feels jealous and wonders why, you know, she's sharing all this this personal stuff with her mm-hmm. and, not, and uh, this this woman running a bookstore, not her. So yeah, it's still a good episode. I'd still give it a 7 out of 10. But again, it, not it was... Not Christmassy enough. Again, the first half was great, but the last half yeah. kind of forgets about Christmas. Uh, I also watched from season 5, It's No Place Like Home for the Holidays. This is one where a snowstorm keeps uh, Roseanne, Jackie, Bev, and Nana Mary snowed in at the diner. And then Dan is uh, stuck with um, I can't remember her their friend that's a lesbian. Uh, yeah, Sandra Bernhardt character. Yeah, and her yeah. and her her lover, and it makes Dan all awkward the way he's kissing and stuff. And then Darlene is stuck um, home with David, and the mother comes home all drunk, and she you she see that she's abusive and calls Darlene a whore, and <laughs> it's uh, it gets kind of <laughs> serious. Top there. shelf comedy right there. <laughs> Again, I'm going to give that one six and a half. It, it had some good moments yeah. where you know the the mother passes out, so they dress her up like a Christmas tree and stuff, but. <laughs> Again, it's one of those ones where not enough Christmas. And that's it for Roseanne. Um, a lot of these actually made your list, so I guess I was kind of influenced by your list. Nice. I went, I've been going through all the Simpsons episodes. Oh, right um, Just on my ever-long commute uh, to work yeah. and back. So I try to find stuff. And unfortunately, the train, there's no really uh, uh, internet service. So you can, I can only watch whatever I can download. download. So Netflix and Disney Plus are two apps that are great for that because you can actually download nice. and you don't need the internet. But Disney Plus has all the uh, Simpsons episodes. And I know... They're widescreen when most of them should be at least the first. So many yeah. should be full screen. You lose some jokes in there, but unfortunately, that's the only way what I can watch some of these. But yeah, I've been going through them all. I'm not going to mention them all. But the two that stood out to me was one that made your list from season Marge seven. Be not proud. Marge, be not proud. I like this one. 1995. I had a blast with this. This is one where Bart wants a game Bone Storm, which is kind of like Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Bobby, I guess. Bone Storm or go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, his mother won't buy it for him, so he ends up stealing the game, and he gets caught. And then they got to go back to the mall for their Christmas pictures, and it's all this big. And then the mother thinks, like, oh, maybe Bart's just, maybe I've been mothering him too much. He's grown up, and blah, blah, blah. Um, There's all the great gags, too, with the Lee Lee Carvello's putting challenge. I really dug this one. Again, I I felt like it probably would have made my list if you didn't have it on yours. I felt like, well, you already talked about yeah. it. Do I need to throw it on my But I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. I had nice. a blast. It's fun, eh? It's probably my favorite. Well, the, I really love the, the Christmas Simpsons mm-hmm. roasting on an open fire. Yeah, that's the first, first one. And then the other one I really liked. I have a couple still to go. But, um, again, a lot of these are in the newer seasons. Yeah. But I did enjoy from season 15, Tis the 15th season from 2003. Is that like an anthology and they tell three different stories? No, this is the one where uh, Mr. Burns is giving away gifts and he doesn't have anything for homework, so he gives him a Joe DiMaggio card, thinking, ah, oh, he just pulls out his pocket. Uh-huh. Of course, it's like an original baseball card from yeah. the 50s. So Homer sells it to the comic book man, gets a chunk of change, and takes the family out. They're going to go on a big shopping spree, and he promises he's going to get him a big tree. But instead, he sees a talking astrolab or something, which... <laughs> It's just a weird, okay. Uh, it's like a dog? <laughs> no, it's like this, it's uh, astrolabe. It's like this pretty much computer and you, it just tells you like facts and oh. stuff. And like, what time is it around the world? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. 
really weird thing. I don't know if it is that a thing. I have no idea. They felt to make an episode about it. But anyways, the story ends up being standard fare. But what I liked about it is all the references to all the old Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. Like they have that he goes around stealing all the presents. So it's like the Grinch with the music and him nice. like how he's moving. There's he's watching um, instead of uh, Mr. Magoo's Christmas, it's Mr. McGrew's Christmas Carol. <laughs> Uh, instead of the California raisins, they're watching the California prunes, and they're actually stop motion. So it was just fun seeing all mm. like the the throwbacks to the specials. Mm. So I really dug that one. Have you ever watched the California raisins Christmas episode? It's fantastic. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. I, I love that video. Of, I like, want Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer. I've been want the the DVD is really expensive. I've been wanting yeah. to get it for years because it has that the Christmas special, the Halloween, and the. Easter, maybe. Wait, they had three. That's fucked up, right? Yeah. California Raisins? Well, no, sorry, not California Raisins. Yeah. The, the animator guy, Will Vinton, uh, he did all the stop motion claymation. Like, the, I think the Christmas special is not just a whole California Raisins special. Oh, it's all, all that's of like, it. That's like a, a sketch from it. And each, there's uh, like a dinosaur's sketch. There's all these various stop motion sketches. But it, it, it's really fun. I was actually trying to find some way to watch it this mm-hmm. year but it didn't happen uh, I still have a little bit more but do you have anything that yeah, you I, watch? I watched Goodfellas the other day I can't believe how good that goddamn movie is is that in preparation it was actually yeah like it was on like a Saturday I'm like oh I got like three hours to go I might as well pop this on like, I was gonna watch the Irishman but I was gonna wait for my wife to watch it but like that movie it grabs you and it doesn't let you go to the end and yeah, like that's when one it of your ends favorites. you're like I think this is the perfect movie hmm. like I can't think of a better movie than this I don't. I don't have the same love for it. Like it's one of those movies I watch. I'm like, this is incredibly made. Yeah. But there's some. I don't know why. I just don't love it. Uh, it <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's weird. Like I think maybe I can watch like it and be like, because I love the characters in this. No, too. I do. I think I don't know. There's something about it that yeah. I just can't. Like I would not put it on my best of list, even though I think it's like an amazingly made movie. Yeah, I think. I think like I want to say ten out of ten, but like I don't wow. think of anything. Like, I can't think of any flaws with this movie. Hmm. Yeah, it's so good, man. So good. Uh, Even the soundtrack, like it makes bopping sense, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll continue. I'm almost done here. So I was trying to find some superhero Christmas specials. Um, the new Batman Adventures season one holiday nights. Now I talked about from the the '90s animated series. Yeah. The, the I got Batman. Joker in my basement. Yeah, which no, it's uh, Christmas with the Joker. I believe uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I wanted to check out this one. This is when they tried to like. It's kind of all the same series, but they did like new designs and stuff. Yeah, Robin is now in this one, or yeah, Kid Robin and yeah. Batgirl and everything. But this one's pretty fun. Uh, I was close to make my list. Uh, this is split up into three tales. Um, the first one is Harley and Poison Ivy. She uses like this poison on her lipstick to kiss Bruce Wayne, and it kind of controls him. And they pretty much go on a shopping spree and use him to pay for everything. Oh, it's amazing! And he can't stop himself. Uh, the second story is Bullock and Montoya are undercover at a, a mall during Christmas time. He's dressed as Santa and she is an elf. <laughs> and I guess there's a thief going around stealing something. They have to find out who it is. It ends up being one of his big villains, which is a lot of fun. And then the last one is uh, then, it, and it cuts to like, it's like one's like early December, then one's like Christmas Eve or whatever. And then the last one's actually New Year's Eve. And it's a uh, Joker is going to kill everyone with this high pitched audio sound device on New Year's Eve. Um, yeah, the, it was fun. All of them were kind of fun. I'm going to give it 7 out of 10. It was just shy of making my list, but um, it did not. Uh, two more I watched so I'm not really going to talk much about because they're not very good, but Hulk and the Agents of Smash. It's a wonderful smash from 2014. <laughs> nice. um, I guess Hulk has a series with a bunch of other Hulk guys. It's like Hulk and like Grey Hulk and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and whatever, his son and 
She-Hulk. Oh, that's and, amazing. There's like a, like a little baby dog Hulk and whatnot. It's not. I don't know. It's not as fun as. It's just. I don't know. I. I, I think Hulk is. You know, I think he works best when you do him as like the a monster, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, where you know where it's like he's a big kind of thinking. Yeah, guy just smashes himself isn't that fun? But this is one where he makes a wish on a star or something. They wake up in an alternate universe because I guess they always like save the day, but they always get blamed for all the destruction they do and everything. In this alternate universe, they're all respected heroes and celebrities, but of course, there's a villain behind all this oh. sequence. Um, Hulk duped. <laughs> five out of ten for me, nothing special. Ultimate Spider-Man Season 3, Nightmare on Christmas from 2014. Same kind of deal, actually. This one, Spider-Man is knocked unconscious, and he wakes up, and he, has to, he travels to his past, present, future. His past is kind of cool because it's done like the old 60s cartoon. Oh, nice. And then the future is kind of like this dark apocalyptic it's tale. Like, oh, I was going to say the future is one with like, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, like the uh, MTV <laughs> That would have been cool, Spider-Man. actually. No, this is weird where, like, I guess he gives up being Spider-Man um, and instead becomes rich, almost like Tony Stark. Oh. And uh, But the Goblin has, like, taken over the world and killed off all the Avengers. And He doesn't care. He's rich. <laughs> um, but this, this is the ultimate Spider-Man show that's, like, really kind of cheesy and kiddy and, I don't know, five and a half out of ten. Yeah. Didn't work for me. Um, one that did work for me, though, and was so very, very close to making my list, Lois and Clark, Season 2, <laughs> Season's Greetings from 1994. Again, these are shows like I haven't watched in 10, 20, 30 yeah. years. But I've just been trying to search out anything. So I was like, oh, what superhero Christmas specials? This one's kind of fun. It's Sherman Hemsley from Jefferson's and his wife, uh, oh, Isabel Weezy? Sanford Weasley. Oh, that's amazing. She plays the secretary in this, but he's the toy man, I guess. Oh, no way. Yeah, so he's fired from his job or whatever, and he seeks revenge and all that. Oh, that's awesome. Metropolis kids in Metropolis, while well, the people in Metropolis. So he creates like this space rat toy and he hands out so many free and when you it, it sprays something when you spray it, it makes you like greedy and violent Money and stuff. Hungry? And then when he, when it sprays an adult though, they become greedy too, but they also become like childish. So it's like and Lois yeah. and Superman get sprayed with it. So she's spinning around on her chair at work and everything, playing like these kitty to- and there's a great gag where like Clark Kent she's running to get some toy and he uses his laser to like burn out her high heels so she falls <laughs> so he can get the toy first or the um, Jimmy Olsen there's like oh M&M's in a jar and he's like Jimmy Olsen trying to grab him and eat some and he like grabs a jar and just like use superpower and scars the whole <laughs> jar down in one hit like it's just kind of fun seeing them mm-hmm. hit by this baby baby this, Ray uh, yeah whatever it is and then just yeah having the Jeffersons <laughs> as the villains are they making like jokes like jokes with each other like cracking wise um, or no no I, again it's I, I kind of wanted to see a little more of the Jefferson and yeah. stock humor, but I guess that wouldn't fit with the Lewis and Clark, which I guess is like not, eh? so very, very wholesome. But yeah, I had fun with it. it. Again, it was so close to make my list. Like it just got knocked off at the last mm-hmm. second, but I did really dig that one. Um, the Town the Santa Forgot from 1993. Have you ever seen this one? This is a Hanna-Barbera animated special no. narration by Dick Van Dyke. I think it won or got nominated for an Emmy Award. It sounds familiar, um, but... It's, it was fun, though. It's just, it's probably one you saw as a kid, and, you know, mm. that's... I'm sure I saw as a kid. Um, this greedy boy just writes up this insanely large list, and he's just the greediest kid ever. But I guess his name is the same name as some town where these kids have never had Christmas. So Santa's like, oh, we totally forgot a town. So he 
gives all this kid's list of presents to this town, and the kid's all mad. But then, of course, it's a Chris special, so he's going to be touched when he sees all the kids They're having and their a happiness good time. and joy. And um, it's kind of fun, though, because the narration, again, by Dick Van Dyke, but it all rhymes. I just oh, like when cartoons cool. do that. It kind of keeps it going mm-hmm. at a nice, fun pace. But 7 out of 10 for that one. Awesome. So I'm just going to race through these because I watch so many. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas Toy from 1986. Have you saw this one, the Jim Henson special? No. It's probably coolest because if you watch it, you realize that Disney must have really been inspired in Pixar by Toy Story for this because it's pretty much Rugby the Lion is this children's toy. Oh, I've seen this, yeah. And yeah, he's worried he's going to be replaced as the favorite toy, so mm-hmm. he's going to sneak down on Christmas Eve and take out the new toy of the Christmas box and put himself in there. The new toy, though, happens to be a space queen yeah. instead of uh, a Buzz Lightyear space queen. And this space queen doesn't believe that she's a toy she thinks she's a real person just like Buzz just Lightyear. like toy story so yeah there's definitely um a lot of references that you could see disney would have been inspired by I, have you ever seen kimba the white lion <laughs> i guess lion king like totally ripped this movie off names characters everything even, almost like they shot had like jamon and humba as like the uh... no it's pretty much like that like it's insane how much they ripped yeah. off i don't know how they got away with it but the disney they just have like yeah lawyers, i can see lawyers. them doing the same with this thing but yeah. i will say and there's a cool idea too where like the toys if you get seen you become stuck as a toy forever you cannot come back to life anymore oh, um, so they, they're toys, sneaking toys around not die. to get and um, I, yeah, I, I really dug this. The only thing that holds it back and the reason it didn't make my list, and again, I, this is one I've tried to get on my list every yeah. year and just as shy, is uh, this is something that all Jim Henson specials have, and I'm not a fan not of Not sexy enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're very sexy, but uh, no, actually the one doll is very, very creepy. But uh, no, there's just all the singing in it. If anyone uh, is listening to the show knows me, I am not a musical yeah. guy. There's a lot of singing always in these specials, and a lot of singing is not great. So I assume you haven't seen Anne in the Apocalypse, then. I liked that. Did you? I haven't seen it yet. It is a musical. Yeah. Well, some of it works. I think some of the songs work, and some of them don't. But I, I think that's at least more fun, because that one, while they're singing, they're you know killing Shit zombies going or down. doing whatever. I don't know. But yeah, it, there are definitely some exceptions. I mean, Little Shop of Horrors I love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has to be really great for me to enjoy it. Um, I'm almost done here. Uh, a couple more that were just shy. Family Guy Season 9, Road to the North Pole from 2010. Again, I, w- I went through the Family Guy Christmas specials mm-hmm. as well. Have you seen this one? I think I watched it like this month. So this is one where Stewie waits in line for Santa for hours only to, when it's his turn, Santa blows him off and says, ah, I'm on my break or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he gets pissed and he says, I'm going to go to the North Pole and kill Santa. Brian goes with him. But this is where I was going to put this on because I didn't really have anything horror-related, and this almost becomes horror. Mm-hmm. It's a two-parter because the second episode, the first episode ends, they get to the North Pole, and you see that the North Pole is a, it's like a factory and chemicals and pollution, mm-hmm. and Santa Claus is all sickly. And then so the second half of the episode, you learn more, and you see that like the elves are all, because they needed more elves because people keep on asking for more and more toys, so they all are inbred and like mentally challenged <laughs> and like all like deformed and depressed and then you have the reindeer they've become cannibals they've they've uh, started eating their own well they're eating like um the elves they actually have a donner party (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) no (laughs) uh well no yeah they're they're eating elves not the each other Uh, but um 
So yeah, the elf will come out all depressed, and then the uh, just waiting for suicide because they want to they want the reindeers <laughs> ate them because they're done with their lives. Santa's like ready to give up, and it's just terrible. And he, it gets even darker though because Stewie and Brian take over, and so they go to a house, and everything's going wrong. They lock themselves out, so they have to smash the window to get inside, and then the father comes down and hears them, so they smack him with a bat. But he gets up, so they beat him like half to death, and he's all <laughs> bloody, and they drag his body and tie him up into the closet. But then the mother and kids. Some stuff. So then they beat the mother in front of the kid, and the kid's screaming, and then they tie and gag them up. And I'm like, this is fucked up shit. <laughs> I didn't see this one. I'm not going to um, lie. <laughs> I have not watched Family Guy probably in 10 years yeah. more. This, I mean, all the animation looks great and everything, but this was pretty fucking dark even for them. I'm going to give it six and a half nice. out of 10. But it's worth a watch again just for the horror elements. Another one that was close to making my list, and you're going to probably laugh at me, but Fresh Prince of Bel-Air season I one. I actually like this one a lot, Jack actually. Jack the Hall is They're in the mall. They're trying to get the uh, the girl's number. Is that this one? No, this is the one where Ashley, It's the, this is from season one. Uh. Uh, Ashley, you know, she's only grown up as the rich Christmas, and mm-hmm. uh, Will Smith wants to show her the real, you know, like a traditional Christmas. So they go and get tacky decorations and everything, mm-hmm. and all the rich neighbors are all come to their house complaining, and they want them to take it down. It's just like it does that nice yeah. mix of heart. And I was surprised. I mean, again, I, I don't think I could sit there and watch several episodes Do in they, a row. Is this one where he tells a story at the end of it? To like all the kids sitting down or no? No, okay. I don't think so. I did watch a couple other Christmas ones. And yeah. There, there was some that were pretty good, some that were not so good. But mm-hmm. um, I think that one was the best mix of like heartfelt but comedy. Uh, Back to the Future season one. Do you remember they did a cartoon of this show? I do, actually. Movie? So they, I found out I was all excited. They did a Christmas special called Dickens of a Christmas from 1991. They go back in time and see Dickens writing Christmas Carol? No, it's like it's like in July and they're like, ah, oh, it's really hot. Let's go somewhere cool to cool down. So they travel back to 1845 London on Christmas Eve. Some kid steals the time traveling device. They got to get back. This is terrible and you, you understand why it only lasts a season or two. Um, I have nothing more to say about it. <laughs> okay. Three out of ten. I'm only bringing it up because if you get excited about a Back to the Future Christmas cartoon, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they sell this even by itself. Like, I almost bought it for ten bucks, just the special. Oh, yeah, and you're glad um, you didn't. And, yeah, I'm glad I didn't. I'm done with Christmas specials. I just had a couple of movies I wanted to get through that did not make my list. Uh, one being one of the Disney Plus came out with two exclusive movies. One being Lady and the Tramp, which I haven't seen, but I've heard is terrible. It doesn't interest me. Yeah. The other one is Noel, starring Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, Shirley MacLaine. Bill Hader, eh? I wasn't excited to watch this, but it's a new Christmas movie. I'm going to check it out. It sucked. Ah, uh, that sucks. <laughs> this is garbage. Uh, Bill is... Hader, I think, does no wrong. But well, yeah, here, here we are. I, apparently, he has a big fan base. I don't yeah. know Bill Hader. I haven't seen anything that... No? You don't I've seen a SNL? couple of SNL. Nothing stood out to me, but mm. I heard... He does. A lot of people really like him. I thought he was you no know, nothing special. Have you watched Barry yet or no? No. Oh, fucking awesome. This is just like Elf, but with Anna Kendrick. I guess is like Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick are Santa's kids. Yeah. Santa's dead, so Bill Hader's going to take over Santa, but he doesn't really want to do it. She tells him, you know, just go take some vacation, vacation time to get yourself, you know, head back in the game. And he never comes back, so she has to go down to Earth. I guess they're always on Earth, but she has to go into the city and try to find her brother. And it's like the elf where it's like, you know, out of fish out of water. Yeah. It's just like all the jokes seemed reused. Every, everything about it just, it just felt like a money grab. Everything felt fake. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it all done They better. just ripped off Alf is what happened? Pretty much. <laughs> and it, it just, I don't know, it's just sad when you see, mm. you know this probably, 
they threw so much money at this yeah. and it's garbage like even the sentimental stuff it didn't even feel like usually Christmas you can get away with cheesy yeah. sentimental and you let it slide because it's a Christmas movie or TV show it's all I trash. like how like melodramatic like Christmas movies yeah, are this is trash I hated it 3 out of 10 yeah. it's probably my least favorite movie I've seen this ah. year and then the only other one I wanted to talk about actually oh uh, Claws from 2019 this is a Netflix exclusive now this is an animated one and this was actually close to making my list because this was actually good. This is a, a wealthy, selfish brat. His dad runs like these businesses, uh, I guess the postal office. And um, But his kid's lazy and just wants to get everything done for him. So his dad sends him up to a town in the north. And he tells him you must deliver 6,000 letters by the end of the year or else you will um, be cut off from the family fortune. Now, the problem is when he gets there, the townspeople don't even speak to each other, let alone um, send letters. They're like kind of two feuding families at war uh, with each other. And then, but he goes up to this mountain and meets Claus, who's this um, lonely woodsman, but he has this room full of toys that he's built over the years. And you learn the whole history of that and sentimental stuff in there. But anyways, he delivers the toys to the kids and tells the kids, well, all you should do is send a letter and we'll make sure you get a toy. So that's how he can get his letters. And it, it was actually really, really well done. The like animation the origin was great. of Santa Claus, essentially. Yeah, but it, they did it in a fun way. And it yeah. does a nice balance where it's like kids can watch it. Like I watched mm-hmm. with their son. He enjoyed it, but also adults can watch it. There's stuff in there for you. Um, I'm going to give it 7.5 out of 10. I All really right. dug it. Um, so I should, I should check it out. Yeah. And then the only two other ones I'm going to really run through, and then we'll get to our list. The Long Kiss Goodnight from 1996. I've been meaning to watch this for ages. Like, so this is um, Gina Davis, right? Yeah, Gina Davis, Sam Jackson, yeah. directed by Rennie Harlan of Cliffhanger, Die mm. Hard 2, and Deep Blue Sea fame. How and is it's it? written by Shane Black. Yeah, I've meaning to watch this for ages. Is it good? Does it hold up? It's not bad. It's, it's fun. It's really like the humor is just really strange and out there. Yeah. You have a housewife with amnesia begins to remember her past after an assassin comes looking for her. Um, yeah, you're getting that Shane Black dialogue, but even like weirder Shane Black dialogue. Like, there's a great scene where he puts the gun in the side pocket and sh- she's like, hey, it's making a bulge. And he's like, what, you want to stick in my pants and shoot my damn dick off? And she's <laughs> like, what, now you're a sharpshooter? <laughs> Which nice. I thought was pretty good. But there's scenes like there's a weird scene yeah. where like he first meets her and they're driving to try to find out like more into her past. He's a detective, Sam Jackson. And there's like this kind of. I don't even know. Like if a saxophone road music? No, just kind of this not not really attractive, but kind of this big boobed woman just jogging down the street as <laughs> she was. And Sam Jackson just like, woo woo and just like almost like crashes the car checking out like the hot woman. Just look at this random scene that makes no sense. It's like just showing these a dirty pervert. Yeah. Like, you see that? You see those jokes? I'm like, it's just weird, weird. <laughs> Dialogue and humor. I, I don't know how to. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Gina Davis killing people and telling them to suck her dick. Like, this is I, the type. I, of, <laughs> I, I'm in this. I, I love Gina Davis. <laughs> the Sam Jackson has this whole big speech at the beginning where he's a detective. He's like, "You're gonna go to jail and you're gonna get ass fucked. And then if I get in trouble for being too violent, I'm gonna hire people to make sure you get ass fucked. So unless you're a fan of ass fucking, <laughs> like, it just hold this. It's just weird. Like, it's it changed. Black is known for his witty dialogue and stuff and banter, but this is like, it's almost like, I don't know, it's it's, it's strange even yeah. for Shane Black humor. Like, it flows, but it's like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's so, like, disjointed. non- 
PC and yeah. so like like just Gina Davis telling people to suck your dick is is weird. And I think that was before women were saying yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, GI Jane was the first one that I knew of. I don't know, but I'm gonna give it six out of ten. It's not okay. great, but it's worth a watch. Some of the action's okay. Some of it's not. I, this is kind of too when CGI was everyone was using it and they didn't need to. So some of the explosions you could kind of tell were CGI, wonky. which. You know, kind of like I, the thing I love about 90s action films is that you know they're really doing it there. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I wanted to save to talk about because it is a horror film and it's a 2019 film. I was really, really excited to watch this. I picked it up pretty early on when it came out. It just came out actually on Blu ray. Um, Scream Factory released it with IFC. I Trapped the Devil. Now, if you're a Twilight Zone fan, there's a story, one of my favorites, that actually made my Shocktober list of recommendations mm-hmm. called The Howling Man, where this man ends up in, a, in a, I guess, a monastery. And anyways, the, the monks there have a man locked up in a cage that they claim is the devil. And, you know, the devil uses his ways to convince the man that he is not the devil and he's innocent he and lets him, him go and you have a great little finale there so this is kind of that story but in a modern version on christmas this man and his wife show up to his brother's house only to find that the brother has someone locked up in the basement that he claims is the devil and he claims like you know since i've had this guy locked up you know all these people that have been missing for years have came back and blah blah blah. you know bad stuff is not happening and you, you kind of like she, the the wife goes down and talks to him and she kind of like whoa like he seems pretty fucking weird like maybe he is the you devil start to, you start to think like is he the devil or is this guy insane and they kind of do it the problem is is that like the Howling Man has this great speech between the the man and the devil or the man in the cage mm-hmm. this film you don't really get that like other you get like two sentences from the the guy in that room uh, which is it. like these cool eerie like sinister. Yeah. It makes you, your skin crawl, but you don't get any more than that. It's like he's not charming. You stretch like out the, the story to an hour and a half. Yeah, like I want to see the devil using yeah. his ways to manipulate. Yeah, and and you know, but you don't really get that. Most of the story is like the brothers kind of arguing and not you know sure if he believes him and that kind of stuff. And it's just it felt like a real waste opportunity. If you're going to take the story that Twilight Zone did perfectly in 25 minutes, stretch out into an hour and a half, you better do something with it. And I feel like this didn't. Yeah. Um, it does have this cool foreboding kind of atmosphere throughout something bad is going to happen and the score and everything. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you should watch it for yeah. the best of the year. Because a lot of people did like it. So maybe it's just like I'm comparing it too much to the Howling Man, mm-hmm. but this just felt like it was missing something. It felt like like all the elements were there, but it, they just didn't do anything interesting. Yeah. With them. Like you had it all set perfectly, and then they just wasted it. I, this, this is the way I felt. Like what a missed opportunity. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it five and a half Ooh. out of ten. I really like got this thinking. This is gonna be like number one on my list. Yeah. to recommend. I'm gonna be so excited, and maybe it will be high up. Maybe you overhyped it. Maybe. But yeah, it, it is a cool idea. It's just, yeah, like, don't, you know, if you're going to yeah. have the devil locked in, you want to have the devil you have the manipulating devil. people. Like, that's like, the beauty of have it. Have that little, like, Van Gogh goatee and smoke yeah. a cigar. Well, the thing is, too, you never the... see any either. It's just the door is locked oh. up, so you just hear the voice. That's why, like, I thought there'd be some that's cool That's kind of cool, actually. But I thought there'd be some cool stuff where, like, you know, they're on the other yeah. side of the door and he's manipulating, let me out. This is, you yeah. know, he's tying me up with this and he starts... I don't know, doing telling stuff that maybe only certain people would, the devil would know yeah. or something. Just some more interesting elements, and they don't really do anything with it. So, yeah, I'll be curious to hear your and Adam's thoughts mm-hmm. on the film. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I watched a bunch more, but I think those are the, the ones I wanted to talk about, kind of all the, the genre-related stuff, the yeah. superhero-related Christmas stuff that maybe people didn't know existed. 
and you know which one some of that there is is there's some good stuff in there but you know there's some bad stuff like back to the future and and some of the spider Spider-Man man no, stuff, hulk so. family don't don't waste your time getting excited about a spider-man christmas special so uh do you have anything else or should we just jump yeah, in let's jump into it baby yeah i've been talking for a long time so i'm gonna let you start here yeah so we'll so i guess we'll start off with uh these are our top five tv recommendations um, before we do get into it, though, I'm going to read off our, our list from last year because if you're wondering why this or that did not make the list, it's probably because we had it on a previous year. So, Maddie, in 2017, you had, uh, as we just talked about, Simpsons Season 7, Marge Be Not Proud. You had Community Season 2, Abbott's Uncontrollable Christmas. You had number three, Futurama Season 2, Xmas Story. I was going to try to get to that oh, this year, great. and it didn't happen. Uh, you had 30 Rock Season 3 Christmas Special. Oh, I love that. And you had Tales from the Crypt Season 1 and All Through the House. And then in 2018, you had The Twilight Zone, Night of the Meek, the original 60s version. You had Treevenge, the yeah. short. Uh, Community Season 3, Regional Holiday Music. The Goldberg Season 3 Christmas Story that I just talked about. And you had The Office Season 7 Classy Christmas. And then I had uh, Slider Season 3 Season's Greetings. Uh, that's funny. That same name as uh, Lois and Carter. Yeah, weird, so, right? Uh, number four, I had the Disney shorts Prep and Landing. Uh, number three, the Office Season 2 Christmas Party. Number two, the Real Ghostbusters Season 1 Xmas Marks the Spot. Really fun one where they go back in time and... Yeah, bust the, the, the uh, Christmas ghost. Carol ghost. Yeah, and number one, the X Files season six, how the ghost stole Christmas. I, I like that one. Is Another, it Ernest Borgnine yeah, is that? Classic. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, and then in 2018, I had Batman the Animated Series season one, Christmas with the Joker. Number four, Life with Louis, a Christmas surprise for Mrs. Stillman. Number three, The Twilight Zone, Night of the Meek for 1960. I guess we both had that. Number two, The Honeymooners, season one, Twas the Night Before Christmas, which I talked about and I rewatched this year and it still holds up. It's great. And number one, The Amazing Stories, season one, Santa 85 from 1985. So those are what we had. So if you're wondering why they are not on our list, it's because we've already used them. Maddie, why don't you start off with your number five Christmas special or TV episode? Number five. Um... Married with Children, you better watch out. Have you seen this one? I feel like I, I did watch a couple of them. Which one's that? It's one where Santa Claus crashes in their yard. And yeah, I did, watch that. Santa I did watch that. And Santa to not get the kids upset. So I guess yeah. there was a new mall happening in town that's kind of taking all the money away from uh, Al Bundy's uh, shoe store. Mm-hmm. So they're doing like a um, Santa is going to parachute into the mall at 4 o'clock. With gift certificates. With gift certificates yeah. for everybody. So as they're going down, Santa kind of crash lands in the Bundy's yard. And uh, the rest of the episode, is I'm just kind of like... Being so plaisé about like Santa being dead in their house, like yeah. well, whatever. Anybody want this pizza? No one's gonna eat that kind of deal. And then Marcy's like yeah. all struck by, and they're it all like dysfunctional. I loved it. Absolutely, it's loved actually that. one of the specials because if you watch a lot of the, yeah. that show, it never works out for Al. No. And I may have a Married with Children Christmas special on my uh, on my list, a different one. One with Sam Kennison. Uh, maybe. All right, all right, all right. That does not work out, yeah. but that that is actually one of the few Christmas. It actually it ends on a high note. Yeah, I don't want to give it away but because nice it would ends kind end. of on a bad note, but then it all kind of works yeah. out for them in the end. At the end, so you feel so bad for them. It's like, well, I was gonna do this, but I just rips up the check in front of them, and then he walks yeah. away. Like, oh, what a great. But then it works out though in the end. Like it's one few times mm-hmm. where the Bundys get some finally something good to happen to them. Uh, like I said, I may have a Married with Children episode on my list. Is it number five? No, my number five. 
Elf season two. I was going to put this Elf's on. Christmas special from 1987. I did not have a horror episode, so I thought yeah. I would put true horror. Aliens. No, if you have not seen this, this is the most depressing, <laughs> fucked up. This is a show about a talking puppet that likes to eat cats. And for some reason, they thought, let's take that concept and make the most depressing Christmas special you'll ever see. It starts out, they're going to this cabin that I guess is their friend, someone they know, it's their cabin. Mm -hmm. But he says, you can use it because my wife is ill, so we're not going to make it there this year. You find out early on she's dead. She didn't make it. <laughs> she didn't make it. She's dead. And so you find out this guy's giving away all these things like don't open this till Christmas. And you find out, like he's going to give them the cabin and the doctor all the money because you find out he's going to commit gonna, fucking suicide. He's going to off himself. <laughs> on top of it, Elf ends up in the hospital and meets a sick girl who has cancer. It's crazy, And right? they say, no, there's no cure for her. This girl's going to die. This may be her last Christmas. I was thinking like it's going to end. Elf's going to use some alien technology and save her. All these Christmas specials the miracle and always happens this there is no miracles no. it ends with like she's gonna die yeah. soon merry christmas everybody <laughs> and yes i'm spoiling here the guy does not commit suicide but it's still this really fucking dark depressing right? on elf also he opens a presence and whatever so the dad like gets mad at elf and sends him away so they are missing elf the whole time they don't know what happened to him because he's and he's hanging out at the hospital it's an hour special to her, like yeah, 45 like, like minutes. Yeah, it's a made-for-TV kind of deal. Like, yeah. It's long, isn't it? It, it? it doesn't have any of the comedy that Alf is known no, for. It is like a melodrama. There's no it's, yeah. there's no jokes It's just whatsoever. so I, I think everyone has to watch it. It's got to be seen to be believed because yeah. it just does not make sense. Like, I can understand this on, like, you know, some drama, some, like, ER Lifetime or something, movie like, or something that. like that. Not in an elf show. It, it's a fucking puppet alien. Like, like, this is a show I watch as a kid. I don't, I, I want to get away from the horrors of the world, like cancer and, like, suicide yeah. and depression. Like, I want to listen to this alien. Or, and if you are going to touch that, then there better be a miracle at yeah. the end. <laughs> I want to feel good after I watch out. Yeah. I don't want to feel worse about myself. So I, I had to put this on there because I, I just, you can find, there's some article online how yeah. I first heard about it. And he Top just goes five. from like step by step about how crazy, because I'm sure I'm forgetting other negative yeah. things in this story. This is fucked up. Um, yeah, it's true. Christmas Horror, and you got to watch it to, to believe that it was made. Maddie, you're number four. I'm going with the variety show. Have you ever watched a Pee Wee Herman's Christmas special? Get out of here. Do you have it on there? <laughs> Maybe on my list later on. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah, because I love how many like musical acts there are. I love oh, yeah. the jokes. The humor still works to this oh, yeah, day. It's like, great. He has, uh, what's his name, Frankie Avalon and uh, his wife Annette. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we're going to show you how to make these like uh, Christmas cards. They do this craft with Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I just need 550 more of them so you guys get back to work. Then he goes and plays sledding. Yeah. Then he comes back and like, um... Is it kind of getting hard? Can I have one of them Christmas cookies? Like, uh, can I have 550 of them? Yeah. Cards? <laughs> he just, yeah. He's constantly well, he's busting their He's kind of a dick that whole special. Yeah. Like, even he creates this huge list for Christmas. Yeah. It's fun. It's like a who's who of 80s Hollywood. Yeah. Like, I actually wrote down, like, shares on there. Magic Johnson. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Grace Jones, Katie Lang, Little Richard, Zaza Gabor. Whoopi Goldberg, Oprah, Joan Rivers, and a bunch more that I didn't like, even write down. Everybody who was like stars in the eighties, yeah. like like Johnny Carson's like cabal of characters. It's a lot of fun. There's everyone keeps on bringing him fruit cake, and he <laughs> hates fruit cake. And there's a great gag at the end where he's like a room of, made out of fruit cake, and yeah, it's just super. It's super fun, and I'll say a little bit more about it yeah. later on. You're kind of spoiling my list. Buddy. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Um, don't worry, my list gets terrible near the end, so uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you something to rip apart later on. Don't you worry, baby. <laughs> so it would not be a special uh, a recommendations episode if I did not have a Roseanne or Halloween or Home Improvement, sorry. <laughs> so Roseanne, season six, White Trash Christmas from 1993. <laughs> 
This I watched a bunch of the Roseanne specials. I, I skipped the one from season nine because that was when the show jumped the shark. But this one's a lot of fun. This is one they they get a notice, a letter from the neighborhood association about putting tacky decorations up. I guess it pretty much They're pretty much insin- it pretty much insinuates them when in the letter like. Oh, people last year we had someone putting up a three-legged reindeer and stuff. <laughs> so they take it personal and say, "Oh yeah, well fuck you guys. We're, We're gonna going to go crazy, really all out this year." They got like Gumby in there as the three wise men, oh, and like a wreath made out of beer cans. The the best is a neon sign from like a Mexican bar that's going to Santa or something, and the ladies <laughs> drink for free on Tuesdays. They put on the front of their house a neon blinking sign. Um, there's a great. They don't show all the decorations, but you can just kind of hear them outside. The mom her mother comes in she's like I'm not a fan of your decorations why are the three wise men leering at Mrs. Claus and they're like well because she's wearing a buns outfit which buns is like their take on the hooters and in the episode is also about Becky gets a job there uh buns um well Roseanne and Dan give her a check to go to school and she gives it away to David so that's like a chunk of the story uh-huh. and she gets a job at buns to, to help afford um, his schooling but anyways and then they're like oh, what is Santa doing everyone with his finger and they're like he's just telling all the neighbors that they're number one <laughs> obviously he's giving them yeah. the finger like it's just it's a lot of fun and I, I don't know it's, it's probably my favorite Roseanne of the Christmas ones again I didn't really know too much about them so I went mm-hmm. through them and I, I was actually laughing uh, at a lot of these jokes And they actually uh, hold up I dug it. and again it's mostly Christmas I mean you had yeah. them working on the, the roof the whole time Dan and Mark and Dan's teaching Mark the ways of like you know, they think that we don't like going up on their roof, but this is us getting away, and it's them just drinking beers. Um, and then it cuts to Roseanne. She's like, oh, I know they like going up on their roof. Like, I love how you always think you're outsmarting yeah. her, and she, she knows. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. If you're going to watch one, um, watch that one again. I, I know many will disagree, but I stand by that that show is one of the best um, sitcoms of all time. I, I would say it's up there with Cheers. An office mm-hmm. and whatever else people consider the best it comes. It does a nice mix of dramedy, which few shows can. And Adam is right. Like the first season, yes, Roseanne is still figuring out yeah. the acting thing. Seinfeld's the same way. Yeah, Seinfeld's I mean, the comedians come in and, you know, they and it takes a while. But, you know, by season two or three, they've got it figured out. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as in, and that's one of the shows too, usually like home improvement stuff, as the kids get older, the show kind of sucks more and more. Yeah. Whereas that show, like, when the kids got older, it's actually good. Like, the, Darlene all and, and chops, Becky right? are actually, like, really funny in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Maddie, you're number three. My number three, uh, News Radio, The Xmas Story. Have you seen this one? No, it's on the DVD. I haven't yeah, had a chance you to got watch it. it, though. So apparently, uh, the, Jimmy James, the owner of this uh, radio station, gets them all like silly presents, like uh, hats with their names on it, and they get them a nice little um, Jumping Joe DiMaggio jersey that signed, they all put in 75 bucks. They're all like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, we get this million or something. So they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. So he gets them all cars. Like, everyone gets uh, Maseratis, and, like, the one guy gets, like, tapes of, like, an old-timey radio talk show, and he's kind of left out. It's like, well, what am I doing? So it's him trying to figure out why he didn't get a car, and everyone else did. But there's also a great button. As uh, Phil Hartman's walking into the um, building, the new Santa Claus, who's ringing the bell for, like, charity, goes, like, Bill McNeil, I'm going to kill you. And no one believes that this guy keeps threatening him. So it's like, no, this this guy's probably like, Santa, 
the guy in the big red suit said he's going to kill you. Huh. Are you going to kill him? He's like, ho, 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 never. And I'm like, like I am going to kill you. And oh. there's a nice little button at the end. Like how we, uh, nice. I'm going to have to, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll probably watch it. I think it. you'll really dig it. Maybe I'll make my list next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of specials on that uh, Mill Creek one I want to get through. There's a Bewitched one as well, which I was hoping it would be later. good because the Halloween one was so good. But uh, Actually, I almost bought the complete series of Bewitched the other day. I, I, I don't want to give anything away, but I mean, I am in love with this show. Like That girl is so goddamn charming. Well, yeah, she has a bunch of Halloween specials. Yeah. Uh, my number three is uh, we were talking about uh, Married with Children, but this is season four. It's a Bundleful Life. Nice. 1989. This is the two part episode where um, Al actually finally put away money for Christmas. He has money, but he cannot get out of his store in time to go to the bank. And when he gets there, they've closed early because they're having their Christmas party and there's a great scene where Marcy's like plastered and she's on the like, photocopying machine photocopying her ass. <laughs> That's and amazing. There's just fun moments there but he doesn't get to the bank and he gets home and his family's all pissed at him which is your standard married with children. Mm-hmm. That show everyone's so mean to that guy but uh, it ends with uh, you know he wishes what the, what it would be like if he was never lived so the guardian angel comes down and is comedian Sam Kennison Sam Kennison who's famous for this like just screaming yeah <laughs> You gave me that guy. Why you doing? I apologize. I cannot yell right now. My mouth is dry. But yeah, um, yeah I, the kids are sleeping. This you can't is, do see them. This is the first. Uh, this is actually the first time I had heard. Like I, sorry, I've seen the special before, mm. but the first time I had seen Sam Kennison, and I've wanted to check out his comedy specials ever since. I, I don't know. It doesn't hold up that. <laughs> well, it definitely. He definitely uh, works in, in bursts like this. Cause yeah. He's, there's even this thing where he goes on this rant at the end, and he calls like. His ex-wife a whore or something. Yeah. You're like, well, that's pretty shocking. That's pretty much his. Uh... Um, but uh, you know, I, he's hilarious as a guardian angel, and he shows Al what his life would be like. And it turns out the family would actually be better off. They're all without successful him. and rich and everything without him. He's like, no, they've taken, they screwed me over, and they've taken everything and made everything away from me, my dignity. I'm not letting them have a good life. <laughs> I want to live. I want them to do, have to do in my misery with me. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun um it's got a lot of christmas in there and uh yeah it's just a great uh great episode nice maddie you're number two number two bewitched oh, nice <laughs> yeah at the uh, what's it called visions of sugar plums it is such a heartfelt thing they actually go to this uh, orphanage so i guess back in the day uh orphanages they uh gave kids away to like uh unmarried people without children like mm-hmm. hang out for you for christmas and then uh, that way you're not at the orphanage the entire weekend so both neighbors get a kid one believes in santa claus the other one doesn't so the one kid who doesn't gets the uh what's it samantha's name of the witch mm-hmm. she brings him to the north pole and shows him that santa's actually real it was a nice little heartfelt I story like i've seen this yeah Maybe, huh i'm uh, weird and it was such um, a charming. It felt so good, and like, yeah, it was so. You are officially heartfelt. a Bewitched fan. I yeah, think. I think so. Like, I think I am buying this. Like, I love uh, the Halloween episode. I love this one. Like, yeah, and apparently she does have. Yeah, she has a bunch of the, the Halloween ones. So, uh, number two for me. So I've kind of done the the horror with Elf. I've done the uh, kind of trashy Christmas with Married with Children and, and Roseanne. So I wanted to do the heartfelt stuff. The is it Bewitched is too? No, number two is Happy Days season two. Oh, nice. Guess who's coming to Christmas? From 1974. Oh, that's when the Fonz is like eating beans. Over yeah, like this is a classic flame. where Fonz is going on about yeah. how he's going to visit his rich relatives and they have a big family yeah. and they do all these feasts and all this stuff. It sounds so exciting. And uh, when um, Richie stops by, though, he, he sees that he hasn't left. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going there. Yeah, I'm going to go there soon. 
but he he looks through the door and you see that he's eating Christmas dinner alone. <laughs> he's eating a can of beans, and Richie convinces Dad, even though his Dad says at the beginning that he's it's just family, no friends. He convinces him to let Fonz come for Christmas. I heard this is I haven't went through all the the seasons. I've only yeah. seen the first couple, but I heard this is like the big moment where like the Fonz kind of becomes a part of their family. He loves Mr. Cunningham. Yeah, it's just heartfelt, but it's yeah. also kind of you also got kind of the dickish Fonz for like, you know, he's telling them how to do it Christmas. Oh, yeah, this is good and stuff. It's not as good as, you know, my back home because he's still not letting his pride, yeah. he doesn't want to admit. He doesn't want them to, to know let them know, uh, but I think, cool. I think he also kind of knows that they do know that, you know, that he doesn't have this rich family and he was home alone. But yeah, it's just a really heartfelt moment. And you're getting all like the happy days, fun kind of yeah. Christmas in the 50s, I guess. I do love that kind the of The jokes with so his, his buddies and stuff. And yeah, it's just a classic. There's something about like Christmas episodes of the 50s, mm-hmm. 60s, and 70s. Well, they is just, there any like, like a second time like when they were doing like the do la do 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 what are they, what are they called making out? Oh, oh. Was it Dolo Dodo or something like that? I don't know, but I think I think there's some stuff with the mistletoe. All the yeah. shows that stuff with the mistletoe. That was a big thing back then. Uh, there's just something like Christmas was just classier back then, and mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about it. I mean, no one's photocopying their butt on the photocopy. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't trying to yeah. like. It was just trying to be a traditional, classy, classic mm-hmm. Christmas. And there's something about that. I don't know. I like seeing all the old decorations. Yeah, like I love I the know. old decorations. Yeah, actually, I love a. Uh, this might sound stupid, but you go see like bars in the 80s at Christmas time. I yeah. love how tacky all the Christmas decorations oh, yeah, are in yeah, bars yeah. in the 80s, man. Whatever it's happened nice. to those like lab? Now everything's the blow up stuff, which yeah. to me, I'm not a fan of. I, I miss like the old plastic yeah. light up candles and, and Santa Claus right? and shit. And like these, like, yeah, these angels singing that look so goddamn yeah, ugly and like yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, Maddie, you're Anyways, number one. Number one, uh, The Office from uh, season two, uh, The Christmas Party. Okay. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, every, yeah. Someone got fired, so he has to get a bunch of booze and. Uh, I had that as well. It's a blast, yeah. Well, that's the one where, like, it, that's the one where he it's supposed to be a ten dollars uh, secret Santa. So he gets the iPod for four hundred bucks, and he gets to, upset. Uh, well, he and he gets yeah he gets uh, an oven mitt that uh, what's Phil his name? Is, uh, Phil is made from, and it's one oven. Mitt. And so the, it's so he's such a dick. He, gets, <laughs> he opens it up, looks at it, one oven mitt. I got Ryan an iPod, and he storms <laughs> out. And then, like, comes back and says, no, that's it. We're doing Yankee Christmas. Yeah, right? We're all going to swap Christmas gifts because he wants to get rid of the mitten. And even when someone picks the mitten, he's like, ah. Oh, Sucker. Yeah, I just wanted you to pick this crap or something. Like, uh, it's hard to watch, but also hilarious. Yeah. yeah that, that, I had that on my And he brings all the, the booze. and uh, special. Yeah. And yeah, awesome. to make up for it. it, it it's kind of one of those ones, like, at the end, you know, everyone almost kind of forgives him and you realize him. He's one of the. He does that fine balance where he's a complete dick, yeah. but he's most of the time he's trying to do well as well. But he doesn't like think before he acts, yeah. kind of thing. It's I don't know. Well, my number one. You've already talked about it. Yeah. Christmas at Pee Wee's Playhouse, aka the Pee Wee Herman Christmas Special from 1988. We've already pretty much went over it, but yeah, I just love the strange musical numbers, like this <laughs> weird one with the Grace Jones yeah. and like. The, there's the, you get all this stuff. The, the, the Poindexter sisters are in there, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like you, the have, weird, you like, have all the kind of stuff that you expect from a Peter Herman yeah. Christmas show: the claymation, the the stop motion animation. Mm-hmm. There's like the green screen where he's on the slide with Magic Johnson. <laughs> That's and all right. The old public domain Christmas cartoons yeah. in there, and just all the classic Pee Wee characters mm-hmm. and bits and everything. It's just so fun and zany and like. You know, it's an hour long and it's not really boring and it still holds yeah. up. And the, the humor, he's talking about how he wants a gooey, gooey doll, which is, 
kind of weird considering, you know, yeah. what he got arrested for. And I, there's just a lot of fun gags in there. And yeah, I have a blast with this special every year. This is a special like I watch every year. It doesn't feel like Christmas. Unless you watch it. I've thrown on. I actually have it on Blu-ray, actually. Oh, you can go over to the DVD and bought the Blu-ray? Yeah, the Shelf Factory released on Blu-ray. So I needed to see Pee-wee in high def. Oh, that's amazing. It's, yeah, like how people have their traditional. Like to me, it's like there's the Charlie Brown, the Garfield, the and Grinch. Pee-wee Herman. And the Pee-wee Herman. And the Rankin Bass, of course, too. Yeah. But. Okay, yeah, well, it's probably like a year without Santa wasn't wasn't on there for you. Yeah, that's one of your one of your go tos, isn't it? I, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm what, sure we'll make. What, my what list. was that one about the cricket on the hearth? Or what we used to watch when we used to get drunk at like Christmas parties. Well, those I don't think I watched. Yeah. Those like I had the DVD sets. So I was try, always trying to get through the DVD sets, yeah. and then like I would they would re-release a new version of it yeah. without extra specials. So I would sell off that one, and then I would have to rewatch then all the specials again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I don't know. Those aren't. I do really enjoy Year Without Santa Claus, yeah. but Christmas Cricket on the Hearth, not really. That sucks, right? Much. I don't know. I don't. Know. I like Mr. Mr. Magoo's Christmas. I enjoyed. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like people know about those, but maybe I'm yeah. wrong about that. Maybe a lot of people don't know yeah. about those. So maybe I'll have to throw those on. I was, I was trying to, when I do these lists, I try to like, yeah. you know, I could, obviously the Grinch, Charlie Brown, those are all my favorites, Garfield, but I feel everyone knows about these. I'm I'm trying to search out and find the, the, the Lois new ones. Clarks and the, the Elfs and the, the you know, the, the Roseanne's, all that kind of stuff. So anyways, let's move on with our film recommendations. Movies? I'm curious where you're going to go with this. Movies? Because I've, I had trouble with this yeah, one. I had such a hard time with this one, man. Um, so again, we cannot use our choices from previous years. Maddie, in 2017, you had Scrooged, yeah. It's a Wonderful Life, <laughs> A Christmas Horror Story, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, and Christmas Evil, a.k.a. You Better Watch Out. So you had a mix of classics so and some horror in there. 2018, you had The Children. That's a good pick. That's, a That's a, one, yeah. under a kind of a gem there, hidden gem. A Bad Santa. Krampus, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Black Christmas. I find this one there's harder to find the gems. Like, yeah. it's not like TV where there's hundreds and hundreds of specials. There's only probably like yeah. fifty or something. So it is getting harder. But uh, I had for my movies choices 2017 Santa's Sleigh with nice. Goldberg, uh, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, The Night Before, The Ref, and Krampus. And 2018 I had Ernest Saves Christmas. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. <laughs> I had The good. Christmas Star, which is this crazy Disney film. Uh, Don't Open Till Christmas and Home for the Holidays. See, I think those are like kind of hidden yeah. gems there. But I feel like my list this year does not live up to that because I'm kind of running out of gems. Um, should I start this time? Yeah, you, you can want? go for it, buddy. So uh, this year, my number five... I always complain about people. I'm so sick of hearing Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. <laughs> Fuck you guys. It is a Christmas movie. I'll admit that. It's just not. Like, if you if you think Die Hard is a better Christmas movie than Chris Vacation, Chris, or you're crazy. There's just not yeah. enough. Like, there's not. Technically. I find it's a movie that takes place on Christmas. It's, not it's a Christmas technically movie. a Christmas movie because, yes, yeah. it takes place on Christmas. There are decorations. Yeah. I think there's even a Christmas song or two. But the story doesn't like it's. You could take out those elements, and it wouldn't mm-hmm. change the plot at all. It's an action movie that happens to take place at Christmas, like you said. Mm-hmm. But in spite of that, I'm gonna do nine. My number five is not Die Hard. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon from 1987. Nice. Just as a fuck you to those yeah. people, because I think this is. I'd have to really think about it, but I may enjoy Lethal Weapon more than Die Hard. I actually I agree with you on that one too. Like I think I. 
I find Danny Glover and Mel Gibson way more charming than and Bruce Willis. And it has Willis. as much Christmas elements. Yeah. I think they but both I have love a Hans Gruber. Too. Like that. He's Alan a great villain, but Gary Busey's great yeah, too. Yeah, he is good too. And you made up a great point. Is, Darlene Love. Yeah, Darlene Love plays uh, Briggs's wife. No, Murtaugh wives. Yeah, Murtaugh's the wife. Yeah, Danny Glover's wife, which is kind of cool. You want to hear my impression of Danny Glover? Sure. Briggs. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, pretty good, right? Riggs. Um, but yeah, no, it's. It, I mean, it opens up with, uh, or does it? Yeah, it opens up right in the tree lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have the uh, the woman. I think she jumps out of a building. Yeah. I think snorts coke with a Christmas song. Playing. Yeah. Again, I don't. Think, and a little bit depressing, but like it, it's. I'm not going to say this is the best Christmas music movie mm-hmm. story. You know, I think again you could remove the Christmas elements and it wouldn't hurt the story at all, but. I didn't have many choices, and I thought, as a fuck you to diehard fans. Yeah. I'm just so sick of hearing. It's almost become this hipster. They're, they're, they're waiting for you to ask them their Christmas moves. Like Every, they, they everyone's got their shirts made. I've seen yeah. mugs this year and books and everything. Like, <laughs> I was just going to buy you a book for like just like, like, like a shitty gift. Like, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's like 25 bucks. Like, I'm not spending this on a joke. Uh, I'd burn. No. <laughs> Again, I, I like diehard. I just, yeah. I feel like it's kind of become like. It's overrated. I, I mm. even though again, it's yes, it is one of the best action flicks. Yeah. But like when it comes to Christmas, like come on, people. Yeah, come on. You can do better. My number five is the ref, Dennis Leary. Man, there was a time yeah. when he wasn't. Everything he did was solid gold to me. Like yeah. I love the uh, job. I love the, the rescue me. Rescue I love Raph. Like even the one he did with Sandra Bullock. I think it's called two by T- the sea. T- by sea is great. It was man. great, right? Like he yeah. is a Midas man. Like he was killing. Uh, it. What happened to Dennis? I'm curious. Yeah. Like. He hasn't really done much in a while, has he? He did like a small appearance in a Spider-Man yeah, film. Yeah, I think like, that's he's about been it. Little appearances here and there, but yeah, he was in the Dad in Sandlot. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, that's wasn't up, right? His standard Dennis Leary there, but no, the, the ref is a my favorite movie that he was in was Suicide Kings, oh, he's where he's got like yeah. the uh, Stingray boots and yeah. he's all like flat when someone gets like water on his boots. Now, how do you feel putting the ref on your list with Kevin Spacey? Uh, Can you look past the? Yeah, I totally forgot that Kevin Spacey was me too. Actually, to be honest with you, I. Uh, but he was right. Yeah. Was he let off or no? Yeah, he's kind of his career is kind of over right now. I guess it's all. But there's again, it's like he said, she said. At this point, it mm-hmm. sounds like he was groping men at bars and shit. And I don't know. I, I again, I can look past the artist, but I know some people cannot. Yeah, the art from the artist. Um, I yeah, I think this movie is hilarious. I think it's Dennis it's great, right? Larry, like in his prime, and even and like a, it's a great Christmas movie. Kevin Spacey and, is great in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, what well, it made my list on previous years. So mm. Obviously, I love it. Uh, number four, one of my favorite Christmas movies, um, the cheesy. 1964 classic Santa Claus Conquers the Martian. <laughs> I think this movie is amazing just for that goddamn song. It is so oh, infectious. Santa Claus, do do. I know our kids are singing all the time. S E N T A C L A U S R A for Santa Claus. Yes, it's a little bit dry. I mean, this is a cheesy, low budget affair, but it's so crazy. There's like Merlin. And there's something on the ice planet. Yeah, there's like a polar up. bear, and like it's just silly, silly, zany fun. And I love the look of the aliens. They're cheesy, like they like literally great humans with like green outfits and like, <laughs> and like green helmets. paint, and these helmets that are look like they're made of like plumbing parts. It's and awesome. Like, it's just goofy, and you have the the zany, the goofy elf that wants to be Santa. And it's just. Again, it's 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 one of those things when you're watching Christmas movies, you want something different, but it's still having the heart mm. of Christmas, and I think this does it. Merlin. 
Uh, my number four is um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, nice. Not part five, the original. I really enjoy this one. I love the acting and how like um, wooden he is. I was also going to put part two on here because I really enjoy part two, but I just couldn't because I was so two. close to putting part two yeah. on there myself. So my number three is the insane Mexican film from 1959. I've talked about it. We actually covered it on our old show, mm-hmm. about the one they covered on this show. Is it Santa vs. Scratch? Santa Claus. This movie, if you haven't seen it, it is crazy. Santa Claus like has a fortress in space. Um, Lucifer, for some reason, it, it, wants like to... Old Scratch. They kept calling him Old Scratch, wasn't it? Uh, I forget, but it's it's pretty much Santa versus Lucifer. Yeah. Like this devil, he's sent down and he has to turn these kids on Santa and make them do terrible things. And he's getting bested at every turn. It almost becomes like Home Alone at one moment yeah. where like he makes the doorbell really hot for Santa. He's trying mm-hmm. to set all these traps for Santa coming in. And Santa keeps on sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus has like these this um, sleep powder and this flower that allows him to disappear. <laughs> it's fucked up, right? And his reindeer are like these mechanical reindeer. And it's just like... It's just like it's, it's just one insane thing after the other, and it's just it's just very creative and fun mm-hmm. and and stupid. There's like this weird dream sequence with these like doll like people that's weird and creepy. And if you haven't seen it, there's really nothing like it. Oh, it's insane. Again, I mean, it is this low budget Mexican 1959 kind of family flick, but not. So there are some dry moments. I'm not gonna lie and say like it's a thrill ride throughout. Yeah. But I think it's one of those movies that it's just so out there and different that everyone needs to watch this yeah. movie. Um, and I don't think enough. It's just called Santa Claus. Just called Santa Claus. That's yeah. Crazy. You can get it on uh, who put it out? I feel like Vinegar Syndrome or something like that. No, I think it's VCI, but I could be wrong about yeah. that. But there is a Blu-ray out there. Again, not the best quality, but it is mm-hmm. the best quality you can find because there's a lot of shitty public domain versions out there. Yeah, but, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, if you can find it, it it's just it's a zany one. <laughs> My number three is uh, Trading Places. Nice. I watched this the other day. I'm like, wow, this is actually like a hilarious movie. Like, yeah, There's yeah. like Jim Belushi as a gorilla. There's uh, two reasons why I love this movie. Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Okay. They love these guys. The- <laughs> I was hoping you would say, actually. I was hoping to trap you. <laughs> but no, it is Danny. It's both of them in their prime. And like, they are so good. I don't think Dan Aykroyd gets enough credit. People do not give him credit. Like in the 80s, he did a lot of- like, He was killing it, right? Good films, like Great Outdoors and Dragnet. Mm. And, like, Blues Brothers. Like, Blues Brothers, yeah. Like the list goes on and on. Ghostbusters, yeah. Like he Trading did places. a lot of great movies. Yeah, I, uh, that one actually I was I wanted to put on this, but I, I didn't get a chance to revisit this year, mm. so I didn't want to. It's weird, like the one guy I guess is a spy. The ending is him like in a gorilla costume, putting in cage with a gorilla and getting like ass raped yeah. <laughs> like by a gorilla. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Now the other thing that almost the other thing I was worried about though, how much Christmas is is it? It uh, it takes place. Uh, it's very Christmasy at the beginning in the get go because he kind of dresses up as Santa and kind of gets yeah. And then, like, it goes into New Year's Eve for the uh, heist. Oh, okay. So the first, like, an hour is, and then the next uh, half hour, 40 minutes, is a uh, heist on New Year's Eve. Hmm. So I'm going to call it. Okay. Yeah, like, I know it definitely counts at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure how much um, Christmas uh, is in it. Um, my number two is a film I've been wanting to hit Blu-ray, but um, it hasn't hit Blu-ray yet, but I've been excited to see it. But it did just hit Shutter. Game Over, a.k.a. Dial Code, Santa Claus, 1989. It just came on Twitter. I'm really excited about watching it this year. You need to watch this. Is it good? This is um, insane. This kid who is like this MacGyver slash Rambo rich kid. He lives in this house where it's like, I guess they're just loaded. His mom gives him free reign because he has like all these 
toys. He has like they have he has this like fridge in this garage that leads into this like huge fortress of like toys and like awesome. He's got this idea at the beginning he's playing like Rambo with his dog and he's got like a floor removed in a net there, like a hidden trap. A trap set. Um anyways, uh his mom runs and I guess she owns department stores and she's working on Christmas Eve. He's home alone with his grandpa and the dog and he's excited that Santa's coming is his friends telling them Santa doesn't exist, but he believes in Santa, and he ends up somehow talking, I don't know how it is, but through some chat service. This is in the 80s. Huh. I'm on a computer with this creepy I Santa guess he's MacGyver, Claus right? guy. But anyways, the Santa Claus is like the, a Santa at the mall, but he's like being creepy with the kids, and I think he slaps the girl. Yeah. So he gets fired, but somehow the Santa Claus uh, ends up at the mom's rich home, I don't know what they if they ever say what his plans are. If he wants the kid for weird reasons or he wants he money, they never really explain it. But he comes down in the chimney, sneaks in the house, the chimney, and the dog jumps, trying to stop him, and he kills the dog. And the kid sees this, and so the kid wants revenge on Santa, but he also has to escape. And then his grandpa's also in there, but his grandpa's like this old guy that can't really do much. But yeah, it's like this kind of Home Alone if like you were actually trying to kill. If it was like legit. <laughs> yeah, and the the burglar is not two bumbling guys. He's this is actually burglar. a murderous killer. Could, could be a rapist for all we know. Um, in a sand outfit. So, yeah, he's got a scary look to him. But it's just, again, it's just insane and fun. And uh, everyone needs to see this movie. Like, all it's, right. Uh, it surprised me. that He has, like, all these traps where, like, it's, like, bombs and, like, yeah, this film is 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 crazy, and everyone needs to watch it. I, I'm excited because I know it has been announced. It's finally hitting Blu-ray, but uh, yeah, it's not out yet. But you can watch it on Shutter at least. Awesome. Yeah, it just came out this week, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was hoping to watch it before today, but things happen. So uh, my number two is a very uh, Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Oh, nice. I, I actually really enjoyed this movie. It's fun. It's heartfelt. It's got great gags with like a waffle making robot. Yeah. <laughs> it has like a great a cameo by Neil Patrick Harris again with his husband. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And it's some I, musical numbers that kind of work. Yeah, I actually, it's weird, but this movie my favorite of the series. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think for the first one I enjoyed more upon rewatch because I didn't like it as much the first time. Mm-hmm. The second one I'm not a fan of, but this one is actually great. I saw this one in theaters. Yeah, me too. Did you see it in 3D? Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's the only thing that holds it back. I feel like you need to see it in 3D. Like, a yeah. lot of the gags rely on the 3D. You guys getting egged and, um, like, the, uh, as they're smoking joints, they can blow the smoke into the yeah, camera. Yeah, well, even the whole musical sequence mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, they even do a joke with the TV. And, yeah. So, I, yeah, I feel like it, it does lose something not seeing. It. It's actually one of the best movies I saw in 3D. Yeah. But, yeah, I you know it's a lot of fun. I forgot all about that, actually. It's mm-hmm. a good pick. Uh, my number one, I've had kind of some, some obscure choices, but my number one is a very obvious one. I'm not going obscure here. I haven't covered any of the classics. I'm going to do it this time. A Christmas Story from 1983. Uh, you'll shoot your eye I, uh, rewatched You're going to shoot your cred out, buddy. <laughs> Well, I rewatched this for the. I've, I've watched it with the kids before, but I think this is the first year where our son really got it. I mean, he's. I'm, I'm taking him through movie school. Yeah, this year. right. He's, he's watched all the Universal classics from the 30s he's and 40s. He's um, And I put on this movie for him. Some kids would consider it slow. And I guess there was parts where he was kind of like, ah, it's an almost ending. But then, it, yeah. you know, the ending, you know, got him excited again. But yeah, this movie, just rewatching it. I just forgot how, because you almost watch it almost like you have to watch it every year. And sometimes, like, you're throwing it on and, you, you know, it's too late or you're not in the mood, but you're throwing mm-hmm. This, I was, like, in the mood to watch it. It was just that perfect time. And this movie is almost a perfect film for me. It's like, again, I find movies these days with Christmas, I've kind of lost touch of what 
Christmas is. It's like it's got to have these gags and you got to have him getting frozen in ice yeah. and this and this. Over the top gags. Over the top. This is not that. This is a family on Christmas with a kid that wants a toy for Christmas. Yeah. And like each scene is almost a sketch going through like what Christmas means. It's like the kids looking at the store and seeing that all the toys yeah. in the window and then, you know, trying to get his parents to hint at what he wants for Christmas. It's him visiting Santa. It's him at the parade. Yeah. You know, them on Christmas dinner and him hanging out with like the schoolyard bullies. Oh, exactly. Like Dealing that. with bullies yeah. and, you know, daring your friend to stick his tongue yeah. to the pole. the pole and like, and then even the end, you know, just them opening up the presents on Christmas and they're all passed out. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I love that scene. It was like the, uh, the the dad and the mom and all the kids are sleeping. It's just them like, oh, yeah. sweetheart. Like, that's like a touching yeah, scene. Them at the, yeah, and it's yeah. them that's dark in front of the yeah. Christmas tree and it's all lit up and then you go up. Yeah. He's kind of, you know, hugging his Christmas present yeah. with a smile on his face and the, the Christmas music kicks on. Like, mm-hmm. this to me, I mean, other than National Lampoon's is very close to. Yeah. But even that, I feel like it goes a little silly. This, I think, is like the most, and again, I wasn't, yeah. From the 50s, but it doesn't matter. It's like timeless. You, like you can know, relate yeah. to all these classic scenes that it's just like, and even swearing in front of your parents in the soap. <laughs> I had that. Yeah, me <laughs> had too. To do with that when I was a kid. Like, it just like, it's like I've lived all these moments, even if I haven't exactly lived these moments. Yeah. Him like getting that secret decoder um, ring, decoder <laughs> ring for the t- TV show when he gets yeah. all excited and it ends up being an ad for yeah. Drink Overteen. Your <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just to me, it's almost a perfect, and it, it is funny too. It's it's got the yeah. narration. The, the narration's great, right? Which is great, and it's directed by Bob Clark, who also gave us classics Black like Black Christmas and Porky's and everything. Yeah, it, it's it's a Canadian treasure. <laughs> it's, it's to me, it's a perfect Christmas film. Yeah. And what in my like, it, when you do your best of movie list, Christmas movies I find get left behind. Even though when you really think about it, you watch them every year and you're not bored. Yeah. Like I can't think of any other movies I can watch every year. I get and still enjoy. It's probably been eight years since I've seen that because I was oh, so wow. okay. Um, I, I, I can still can pretty much tell it off by heart yeah i can tune again yeah. maybe it's just the right moment watching yeah. me with our son but uh, yeah that might be it it's a perfect film for me so i felt like i should throw it on here mm-hmm. um and yeah even though i haven't i mean everyone knows about it but yeah it is one of those movies though i find like uh, it's weird i'm talking to people and they haven't seen it yet that is strange which is crazy to me like it's kind of one of those movies I think there's so many people that they know of it but they haven't watched it and they find I guess, they think it'd be too boring it, it or might the, be just like uh, have, you, have you watched like a Miracle on 34th Street or any like the old tiny old tiny ones I try to watch yeah. them all but it, I, I think that's what it is people watch and they say oh that's like a boring mm-hmm. I don't want to watch Christmas in the 50s like mm-hmm. I want to watch Elf or I want to watch you know Fred Claus like it seems like, like Alf like season 2 the cancer no episode. I was saying yeah, El, yeah, Elf, Elf, Elf like it seems like everyone just wants yeah. to watch those new classics and yeah. anything like they feel this is too dated and it's too boring for their family and their kids and yeah. stuff and it's just like so I don't know it's like yes but did, it, you, did you grow up watching say like uh, not this one because that one kind of came out when we were young but like uh, did you watch Miracle on 34th Street did, the original yeah. but, and but like, again uh, my mom like would put on those I mean yeah. I watched Leave it to Beaver and stuff so that same with yeah. my kid like I uh, You're watching, like, I think I can appreciate life. those classics yeah I saw all those yeah. like young and I didn't maybe appreciate those to the extent that I do yeah. now but yeah I, I think it's sad that you know yes this movie I don't know if they still do it but they used to with a TBS would air it all day yeah like 24 hours like but I, I don't know if that still yeah. goes on but I still think even though it is a known classic and it's always brought up yeah. there's still a lot of people that I, I could see this over the years kind of being forgotten and I think yeah. that's kind of sad I mean yeah, so anyways, I'm going to throw it on even though it's an obvious choice. Yeah. My Maddie, number, one, number one. Obvious choice, Gremlins. Oh, nice. I love this movie. I was actually watching it this afternoon before I came here. I still have like another half hour to go before I uh, 
finish it, but like, how great is this movie? Like, from I, I the thought, get-go, I thought, yeah, it's I thought, awesome. I'm surprised none of us have had Christmas. Yeah, right? Maybe it's because it's an obvious choice, I guess, but Yeah, but again, it's not. it's not really Christmas, but there's Christmas everywhere. No, I think it is definitely. Yeah. I mean, it opens up with my favorite Christmas yeah. of all time. Yeah, Dying Love, right? Love, uh, but yeah, it does. Let's the, the terrifying horror yeah. scene of her talking about her dad. How great is that, by the way? Like, <laughs> how sick and twisted like we thought it'd be a bird or like a cat or something yeah. like that like turn out it was our dad Even in a the, Santa costume the scene where the mom's fighting the gremlins yeah. and the Christmas tree that scene is terrifying right because you see it in the background even like yeah. you don't know you're seeing it like there's a two yeah. red eyes yeah that movie is that perfect blend of like it's kind of a family thing but yeah. then there's some really scary horror well, scenes even when they're in like, the bar like acting a fool like that scene yeah. is amazing because they're all these gags like, he's doing like flash dance he's yeah. like uh, flashing himself and whatnot I, like, I think that's again mm-hmm. th- again a lot of these Christmas movies because the Christmas movies don't get but yeah. like that's one of the best horror films in yeah. if you count as horror yeah I guess that's horror yeah for sure um, I, I think it's yeah. I think and that's almost even, a perfect film. I don't know if you noticed, but in the background, he's at this uh, convention. His dad, and he calls him. Yeah, oh and yeah. There's this Robbie time machine in the background from the uh, Orson Welles time machine. Oh yeah, yeah and There's I one scene right. where it's like yeah, it starts spinning, yeah, yeah. and the next scene it's gone. And people are like, what, what was going on? It just oh, like a background I think, I think, gag. I'm like, I think I, that's yes, great. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah again, I, I can't find too many faults with that yeah. movie. Like all the effects still hold up. Yeah. The music, the direction, everything. Even the stop animation as they're walking down the street, like it's a bit. Jolted, but I love fine. that. I love Corey the Feldman's stuff. Yeah, in there. right. He's in the the dresses the tree. And Did the you tree watch lot. Breaking Bad? I have not. No. Okay. Did you watch a uh, community yet or no? I've seen the community. Yeah, I've yeah. seen them all, but the last season. I think. Yeah, because uh, season five, Hinky, uh, he's actually a cop in this. I'm like, that's him. I was like, there's no way. So I looked it up, like, it's him, just a lot younger, which is kind of cool. crazy. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, you got all sleepy, um, eh? Yeah, these don't are our worry, picks, guys. Hopefully, uh, in the presence, buddy. <laughs> Stay in the presence. <laughs> yeah, well, before we go, though, these are our picks. Uh, hopefully, there's some gems in yeah. there for you. Again, it is getting harder and harder to find some stuff. It but really is, right? I do feel like, again, I have a list of stuff I wanted to get through that I didn't have a chance. Mm-hmm. And I have a bunch that could make my list. Even some of the ones I talked about, like Fresh Prince, could make my list next year. So, yeah. who knows? You know, sometimes they'll, they'll turn up again. But uh, before we go, we always do our annual gift exchange. Oh. Do you want to? You go uh, first, buddy. Clay. Okay. I didn't really. I thought I had wrapping paper and shit, but I did not. Well, as you saw, but, yeah. I had to wrap yours quickly when you got here. It so happens. we'll try to we try to add some ambience, make this exciting for you guys, because obviously it's not that exciting. Oh, nice. What is this? Oh, cool. Isn't that I've never dope? Even heard of this? Um, so it's a hardcover book. You always give me this cool hardcover book. Well, books. I have, you, I can't buy you I know, DVDs. Yeah, like, I have true. no idea what to buy you. <laughs> no, that's cool though. Cause yeah, I, yeah. I like these coffee table books mm-hmm. that they, you know. And they're you, dope. It looks amazing. You can just put on the table and go yeah. through as you're, you know, whatever, you got something on the background. But this is uh Stephen King at the movies, a complete history of the film and television adaptations from the master of horror by Ian Nathan. Uh, I got a little inscription this there. Existed, but uh, yeah, if I did, I would have bought it already. <laughs> well, I probably would have had it on my list. There's a lot of cool books I need to get, but yeah, this is cool because I was, dope? we've been talking about doing like a month of you know picking some adaptations, yeah. maybe some of the lesser. I picked ones, up uh, so. a box of Stephen King's tales. Uh, like it was like a nine disc set. It has like the Langoliers and like the stand and all that shit. It's one of those things. Like yeah. we, you always read the inscription, buddy. My dearest Rod, you'll always be a king in my eyes. Merry Christmas, maniac from Heart Maddie. Thank you, thank you. No, this is this is awesome. But I was gonna say we always talk about like uh, Stephen King. You you say that you know most adaptations aren't very good. 
because a lot of them are for TV. But when you mm-hmm. actually go through them, I, I might be wrong in that assessment, right? Like, like if you look at it, like let's see if there's an index here. Maybe there's not. But like just thinking about it offhand, I mean, you have Carrie, Christine, Christine it, yeah, Green Mile, Shawshank. Shawshank. 1408. Yeah. Uh, Night, I, the Shining. Um, what's the one? Nightfire. The Shining. Yeah. Salem's Lot. Yeah. These are all classics. I mean, yeah, yes, there true. are some stinkers in there. Carrie. But a lot of them are quite good. So, And then there's, yeah, there's a lot that I haven't seen that this book mm-hmm, is Like Desperation, me. you haven't really checked out, I assume. I've heard um, Red Rose, I feel like. It's supposed to get, it's like a 90s made for um, TV pick. But I think it takes place in the winter, so that would even be a good oh, awesome. movie to watch now. I'm um, curious when they're going to turn like the Dark Tower series into like a, a proper HBO show. Yeah, they, they're doing it, yeah. actually. They, they, I haven't heard they've been um, in talks of it for years, but they, it, need, actually, yeah, it needs to be done. Yeah. Graveyard Shift is a good one. Yeah, I haven't seen Graveyard. Just one like the giant rats. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Pet Cemetery is so good. Running Man, we forget it's oh, yeah. Creep Show. Yeah, Stand by Me. So yeah, I mean Silver Bullet. Fire yeah. Star, yeah. All right, we, 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 the court. Yeah, we can go through this all. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Uh, here's yours. Oh, this? So I did get you <laughs> the host with the most. It has all the Hanna Barberica characters and like Santa hats. I actually love so, this paper. Where'd you get this paper, buddy? Uh, I think the dollar store. Yeah, we yeah. found some cool. Oh, awesome. We had some National Lampoons too, but I didn't. Uh, I had to wrap this quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I think you own these movies, but on Blu-ray. Ooh, oh, nice! Kind of Yorga vampire. Oh, that's amazing. And the Return of Yorga. I want to do an episode awesome. on these. Yeah. You might have the DVD, but... The Twilight Time? I do have the DVD, but like I don't have the Twilight Time. That's awesome. Now, the cool thing is I got a deal on these, and I had to grab it because I alone paid like 30 American. Oh, that's crazy. Because that's a Twilight Time release. They only made 3000 yeah. And you can only get it by ordering the stage. You can't get it in Canada. And then the sequel is done by Scream Factory. So those are both like expensive Blu-rays. But I got a deal on them, and when I saw the deal, I could not pass it up yeah. and I'm like I know you have them on DVD but those are great movies and I feel like we need to cover them yeah let's do it baby so Thanks, yes man. Uh, yeah. there may be a account maybe we'll maybe do a vampire we, we could do like a Winter Sucks version again like yeah, yeah some kind of some yeah February. underrated vampire flicks that you know because I don't I don't feel anyone talks about those yeah, two they really I don't right they're really good and we can even do like the vampires from Mars or what was that one um, oh, the Mario Bava, the vampires. This planet of the vampires. Planet of the vampires. Yeah. Planet of vampires, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely something. I don't know if you guys can think of any yeah. obscure. Nightflyer, well, Nightflyer could be a Stephen King, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's always so. that's hard when you pick these episodes. It's like, do you save it for a Stephen King yeah. series or do you save it for a vampire series? Yeah, same um, with Psycho. We've, I've had Psycho in like Locked yeah, in the Chamber for ages. Yeah, I haven't watched so it. so many that we. I know, it's funny, too. Like, you'll get these movies you're really excited yeah. to watch. You hold them off thinking you do an episode, and then yeah. something happens and it doesn't happen. Then you have mm-hmm. these movies that you bought, excited to watch, and then as a year has gone by, yeah. you've not watched. That happens to me all the time. I have that, I've had Psycho Two. Nature Psycho got three a for, I've had some that yeah. I wanted to watch, and it's the, the, the tough life. Uh, yeah, listen, being a podcast not, not, easy. Too. <laughs> it's not easy, guys. But uh, Merry yeah. Christmas, everybody! Merry I thank Christmas. you so much for uh, the uh, great year and all the presents. And um, thank you for the gift, and uh, thank you for yeah being here. It's been a great year. We, yeah. we I think it's been a successful year. I think we I did think a so. good comeback after all the hacking and everything. Mm-hmm. I I know we're you know still not delivering an episode a week, but uh, you know what? It is what it is. I think we're yeah. delivering a lot of good content. I feel like the Shocktober series was. Was a big yeah, undertaking, and I think there's, I think anyone that's a horror fan, you'll get something out of those. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been a fun year. We'll be back early next year. We're going to take a little bit of time off because it is December. 
Um, this is kind of our break time, just like mm-hmm. it is everyone else's. But we'll be back Slow in January. Down. I'm not sure. Well, we might do. Uh, sometimes we do the upcoming films of the year. Oh, that's right. We got the best, best of, of the year, coming. but that's usually saved a little bit later, and and that's it. Kind of gives for, us January to watch the movies. Yeah, too. usually we do that in February, closer to the yeah. Oscars. So it gives us because a lot of this stuff comes out in January. Mm-hmm. But who knows? We'll have we will have some stuff coming up for you. Something. Yeah, and, yeah. something uh, cool. We'll figure it out. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter at moviecitymaniac or uh, find us on uh, Facebook on our group page or our like page going to say uh, Maniac, yeah. shoot us a Merry Christmas so thanks everyone uh, whatever you guys celebrate happy holidays happy Hanukkah yeah. Christmas all that fun stuff uh, happy New Year be safe uh, be happy be merry until then and yeah we'll be back in 2020 uh, thanks mm. a lot guys for listening it's been a lot of fun yeah stay merry guys ho 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 <laughs> <laughs>